Episode of Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt, and this week we got Ed. Hey, how's it going, Matt? I got Apollo. What's up? Coming in from the pocket dimension, we got Douglas. Hey, hey. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about meddling from the suits or Disney owning Marvel. What's the impact? I like to call it the Disney effect. Oh, Disney effect. Ooh. Which is going to be the name of the episode. Obviously, I've put some thought into this. I so like that's it. so so is the Disney effect like the reverse Mandela effect? What like so things Re- that definitely happened that, that definitely, definitely happened, happened aren't happening now or yeah. didn't happen. Yep. All that. Oh, I thought you were just saying remembering things as they are. <laughs> <laughs> Mandela effect. <laughs> All right. So before we start, who the hell is Disney? That's a great question, Paul. Uh, he's a frozen head somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually fantastic because I always I that's that's the first thought that comes to my mind. Somewhere in that CEO boardroom, <laughs> there's just Walt Disney's head just is frozen. just there barking orders. <laughs> I believe I'm not even frozen. I believe Disney was a organization now was set up after the Cold War to control the United States government and the flow of data. Um, there's two video games based on this. Um, two of them for the PS2. <laughs> um, they also go by the Lolly Lule Low. <laughs> the Sons of Liberty. I might be getting my stories confused. <laughs> I was going to ask Matt, how big is your tinfoil hat? But, <laughs> but I love where this went. D- Disney? Boardroom suits? What? Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Donald Duck's pants? Oh. My ass cheeks keep clapping together. I keep alerting the guards. Yeah. Wait, why does Goofy have a dog if he's a dog? Oh, man. You know, uh, they're so strict about their mascot suit policy that when you are hired at Disney World, they sew it to your face. (laughs) Wait, what? Whoa. That's a little extreme. Well, it's an extreme company. (laughs) Is it an extreme (laughs) sports company? Uh, Probably. Well, what what don't they own? They do Uh, own ESPN, and ESPN owns the X Games. Holy shit. Oh, that's right. I forgot that they own ESPN now, too. I was going to say they don't own Tony Hawk, but I guess technically they do, huh? <laughs> Nobody remembers Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk exists, okay? Like, that's the entire has, Twitter has, account. His, his Twitter account is all about the times that people are like, you kind of remind me of that one <laughs> skater dude, right? But yeah, he's that, he's that video game character, right? Exactly. Skater dude. Aren't you thinking of that Avril Lavigne song? <laughs> Wasn't he? Wait, wasn't he also a uh, a comic book character too? Tony Hawk, probably. Oh yeah, he was Iron Man, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it took me a while to get that one. This is this is taking a hard left. <laughs> All right, but yeah, before though. we lose track of it, yes, we we the reason we decided to do an episode like this is namely, well, for one, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Marvel decided, or I don't know if it was Marvel or it was Disney. I think someone at Disney just said, you know what? We need this record. We need that Avatar record for for fucking Endgame. So they're re-releasing 
Endgame to movie theaters in like two or three weeks. Are they? With additional footage. Wait, wait, wait. So they haven't beat Avatar? Not yet. They're, That's I think, hilarious. Why haven't they beat Avatar? Right that movie was boring. Dude. Avatar was freaking terrible. Quote me one but line I, from Avatar. How do we get the unobtainium? <laughs> I think I think that's a line. I think that is a line because that sounds like what they called the the metal the, they were looking for. The that wasn't even the metal in it. I literally, I know I saw that movie. Well, as Sigourney and, Weaver said and, in that movie, and that's it. As Sigourney Weaver said in that movie, and I quote, "The." I really, I really hope you were gonna, I, you were going to say. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because the Xenomorph, now, a, or, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah the, the uh, Xenomorph Queen, now a Disney princess. Xenomorphs yeah. versus the Navi, who would win? Ooh. Xenomorphs? Come on. Hey, oh, yeah, not even a, clue, not even a question. Not even, the, the Xenomorph Queen is a princess, I don't, is a Disney princess now. I don't know. Have we ever seen a Xenomorph get a uh, rock dropped on it by a guy on a pterodactyl? They might, that might be their weakness. I, I don't think so. I, I sincerely in a movie that. universe that contains unobtainium, it's not far fetched. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Question: Who who owns the rights to Avatar? Who releases that movie? Just that James Cameron. It's, it's just James Cameron. Is that just James? So just James Cameron is just like this is my movie. <laughs> I I now I now do everything involved yeah, yeah, in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, James Cameron owns the domain jamescameron.com. Uh, and if you want to, if you want to watch Avatar, you can go to jamescameron.com and download it direct to the uh, James Cameron platform. Yeah, James Cameron Direct. You can install that in your brain, uh, and that's where all of the Avatar movies are going to be uh, be streaming to. Just, yeah. just James Cameron Direct, where you could download free at jamescameron.com. <laughs> can Can you tell that I'm a sponsor, Chill? I wasn't sure. I, I had my suspicions. Uh, okay. You can go to uh, jamescameron.com slash uh, Layman's Guide to the Multiverse and use our uh, promo code to download the James Cameron Direct app. I think this joke is uh, getting driven to the ground. So anyway, to Paulo's point, <laughs> they're re-releasing Endgame because Disney wants to some of that. They're just trying to beat the record. They want more money because they got to pay for uh, acquiring Fox. I would imagine. Yeah, Doug didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I, I I'm sorry to bring that up, Doug, but I cannot believe you didn't know that. Well, I I kept hearing all the stuff about Fox and Disney negotiating so that they get the rights back for X Men and Fantastic Four, and it just never occurred to me that they bought Fox because uh, I was thinking like, why would they negotiate if they own the company? Are you ready for Hank Hill to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I no. <laughs> Bring in the no, propane. Uh, wait, in wait, no, case, no, what? You you don't want that? You like you I, don't want Hank Hill and Bobby Hill versus I'm Thanos? I'm good on that. I'm absolutely good on that. I'm absolutely good. I had enough of wacky crossovers with uh, the Punisher versus the M and M's. Ooh, throwing it back to last week's episode. That's fair. Mm. If you didn't no, listen we, to we it, guys, definitely you probably listen to that. Such delicious it, carnage. <laughs> I'm just imagining Hank Hill could probably defeat Johnny Torch because. Um, Propane burns cleaner and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All, All right. right, getting to making a hard right and getting back on track. Go ahead. I, I, I feel like we've we've reached this. Like I know we talked about, like we joked about it in the opening about 
Disney being this giant multimedia conglomerate that owns everything. Everything. Um, but what I really want to bring up is the the effect that this has had on not just the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like all their Marvel properties, Marvel in general? comics in general, and then what that effect has also done to other forms of entertainment as a result. Um, I mean. To Comic be honest, books, video yeah, games, TV shows. Mm -hmm. Exactly. In, in general, now they most of these companies that used to put out like really great product, product that took time to put in, uh, whether they be video games, whether they be movies, whether they be TV shows, they all now answer that much harder to the big umbrella that covers all of them. Uh, to to the mouse, if you will. Mm -hmm. Well, not just I'm 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 talking in general, but definitely to everything that Disney owns because Disney is such a massive company that it can it, it wields that much power. Yeah, yeah, no, no. When when I when I said the mouse, I meant that as like a uh, just a concept and like Disney as a concept at this point. Mm -hmm. They all serve right. the mouse. They all yes. they do serve the mouse. I mean, we've seen we've seen oh. uh, <laughs> inklings of that since all the way back in Iron Man three. Yeah, that was it. And I can talk about that one just because it was so annoying. They spent two movies building up the alcohol problem just to completely ignore it in the third one. Yeah, honestly, that was what I was looking forward to the most when I found out Robert Downey Jr. got cast as Tony Stark. <laughs> That's why he accepted the casting. Like, he accepted the casting under the stipulation that they deal with the alcoholism because... But then yeah. but then he made so much money that it was like, ah, you know what, I guess I'm just going to keep doing it for another, like, 10 years. Well, that much money helps with his alcoholism. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean... You could beat anything if you get enough money. <laughs> yeah. Like said, and you see, you saw how the movie actually suffered for that. I feel like um, the movie itself would have been a far different movie if they had not uh meddled in, i actually in, in in that story i actually wouldn't know because you said as we saw no i didn't you didn't see <laughs> iron man 3 no it looked atrocious you're not missing how much yeah it was, it was was atrocious. uh iron man 2 kind of lost me part with for the movie itself i thought that movie was kind of boring mm -hmm. i feel you on that so i was like why bother going to see the third one I so what you're saying is you don't like birds that was iron man 2 that, exactly. He he lost. He got lost halfway through Iron Man too. How about that sweet Elon Musk cameo? <laughs> he was in that movie, wasn't he? he? Was. Holy I, I, shit! Yeah, I'd forgotten. I I did forget too. But that's so. That's the big. Like, I feel like that was right around the time that we that Marvel actually picked got picked up by Disney. So mm -hmm. that's when we started seeing the kind of influences that were coming from this. And I I, I remember. When the TV shows came out, they were like, everything's connected. Everything is supposed to be part of the 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 MCU, the cinematic universe, and the TV universe are supposed to <laughs> yeah. combine. Yeah. Oh, God, And then yeah. that never happened. Yeah, they did. No, it did. Coulson was in uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D., the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but that's uh, ABC, which is owned by Disney. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. the thing is, is the Netflix series, though, which were supposed to be a part of, like, the MCU, uh... Like they got distanced pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I think the most connected they were is uh, they mentioned the incident in New York. Yeah, uh, actually, in Jessica Jones season three, I believe in episode one, 
she actually references Captain America by name in an offhand comment. Something like, what do you think I am, Captain America? Or something like that. That's, I, mean, but I mean, but that's not even, that doesn't even mean that it's, it's Captain. Yeah, yeah Steve, Steve Buscemi called that one astronaut Captain America in Armageddon. <gasps> are you trying? Are you Armageddon, telling me? Armageddon's part of the MCU. I know, no, no, Aerosmith is part of the MCU. What? Steven Tyler stays awake just to hear, just to see you dreaming. Is Buscemi Bruce Banner now? Oh God! Holy shit! Have you I not seen that. the meme of the Hulk? Is is uh, Steve Buscemi? No. There's a, there's a meme out there with the Hulk's face uh, Photoshop with Steve Buscemi's face. They put it's actually kind of they, terrifying. They put his face on everything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about that meme. I was making a reference to uh, a joke in the Ultimates. <laughs> but anyway, though, so. We know that they've done that much with Iron Man. Um, I mean, I it is a pretty dark topic. We've touched on uh, Demon in a Bottle before on this ep- on this podcast. So, I mean, I can almost see why Disney would shy away from it in a sense, just because like. But look at the precedent that sets, though. If they're going to yeah. shy away from this topic, that means all of the darker and more morally gray and some of, some of the greater moments in comics may get left out because they it's too controversial or makes a hero look like they don't uphold the Disney image. My, my prediction is when the movies stop making so much money, then they'll start taking those risks. Uh, you know what? I don't even know if I agree with that. It's See, because I, it's, it's Disney. Disney is too squeaky clean. It's true. Not just the, not just that, but I also feel once the movies stop making them as much money as they want, it'll end as quickly as it started. Yeah, they're just gonna pull the plug. Like once it starts making less money, they're just gonna pull the plug. Oh, I think they're like, too invested at this point. Well, here, I mean, when has Disney ever gone in a really dark tone? Can you name me something that's not like? Well, I mean, they own so many. Mufasa dying. Well, no, I was gonna say like anything that's not inferred because I mean, there's a bunch of like really dark things that are inferred. Mufasa and, like... is not Mufasa's death is not inferred. Mufasa's death is clear as day. That man was trampled. Well, well that Disney, man, well, he's a fucking Disney, cartoon that, that lion. <laughs> that lion was trampled. It's to the death circle by of life well, that happens. Well, it de- it depends how you want to define it. I mean, Disney owns Miramax. Miramax owns you know put out tons of dark shit. I mean, the entire uh, USQ universe is now part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right, right, right. But that's like when when you said that Disney owns Miramax, is that was that a recent? Uh, no, that was back in the nineties. Yeah, Kevin okay. Smith has put out every one of his movies underneath Disney by technicality. So uh, really, and, that, and that's where that's where the the, the difference is. It's a technicality because it's not the Disney name. It's true. Disney, and Disney is slapped on these Marvel, and movies. also well, Disney doesn't no, associate no, no, no. with. Uh, Miramax as much either. Like they don't make that yes. link well because they're an independent. But it's but it's oh, Marvel's it Avengers. Also? It's not Disney's Marvel's Avengers. When you look on the the border, uh, the the posters and stuff, because Marvel's Studios is its own thing. Fair. We all know Marvel is owned by Disney. We not everybody knows Miramax was owned by Disney. That's that's the uh, distinction I would make there. Wasn't yes. um what and and I don't really want to get into this topic, but I need to ask because I'm. A little fuzzy on the details. Wasn't um, Harvey Weinstein a part of uh, Miramax? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, I want to say I want to say you could be right, but I don't know that for certain. Let me go because also um, we had just said before that Iron Man three was was released around the same time, or was like in production before or during uh, uh, the Disney acquisition. Mm. He created Uh, that's not true. Uh, Iron Man three came out in twenty thirteen. 
And when was the uh, acquisition? Two thousand nine. Yeah, wasn't the first Iron Man movie put out by Paramount? Two thousand eight. I could first be Paramount, wrong. Yeah. I could be well, wrong. Well, no, 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 no. So that's why that's but that's part of the what I'm referencing is Iron Man three was when we started to see an actual change. Like that was the actual, first movie actual in production. Shift. I think mm. after after the purchase, exactly. Um, everything else before that, and that's that's why Doug says it. The lead, or I think uh, Ed, you said it. The lead up of Iron Man one, Iron Man two. I know. To Doug, talk Doug about his alcoholism. Mm. Yeah, Doug said it. So the lead up to to talking about his alcoholism was such a disappointment to not actually touch on. And I feel like that's something that more people, uh, less the the you know uh, us as comic book nerds, but even the the regular mainstay, the regular like you know people who only watch these movies because they saw the first one and not because they read the comics or knew about the comics knew that Tony Stark at some point was an alcoholic. Yeah. So they were they thought, you know, oh, Iron Man 3 is probably going to touch on that. Even if they didn't, it was so clear and such a gradual buildup in the first two movies. The first movie, yeah, I mean, he's drinking casually like a playboy. The second movie, he's getting wasted, crashing parties in his Iron Man suit. That was his own birthday party, yeah. remember? Yeah, and that, that's what okay, I Okay, to be fair, I'd crash my own birthday party in an Iron Man suit. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. I would, Listen, I would absolutely fire my my chest laser at a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I mean, but that's that's mostly because you hate watermelons. I love watermelon. What are you talking about? Who doesn't like what watermelon? What if I told you that watermelon likes cilantro? Ooh, now you hate watermelon. The Disney effect. <laughs> but anyway, just to finish up. But yeah, people who didn't know the character would clearly see that building pattern of the alcoholism like getting worse over the two movies and then all of a sudden they watch a third and they'd be like hey where's that whole story arc like it's just gone and it's it's true it's just it literally just disappeared like they i think um the end of iron man 2 really is the only thing that i i could attribute to saying oh it probably fixed the problem because he was being poisoned by his by the palladium or fucking whatever bullshit they decided to call it. And then his new element cleared that up. So now he doesn't need alcohol anymore. I literally, I've seen that movie. And much like Avatar, I literally don't remember what you're talking about. So, um, the, the, the stuff that he makes his arc reactor out of the, okay. the palladium. Oh, um, it was killing him, right? Yeah. It was killing him slowly. So like yeah, he was see, doing surgery on himself. Yeah. You could see, no, 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 not even that. It's the, the weird, um, that weird kind of um, pattern that was forming along his skin. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Coming okay. out of coming out of his chest. Oh, he's so, got the technovirus. He's capable. exactly well. Whatever he whatever he had, that was slowly killing him in Iron Man two. And then that's the whole point of like why um, Whiplash, uh, Mickey, Mickey, the guy who played him, uh, Mickey Rourke, uh, oh, yeah. attacked him because he blamed his father for stealing that idea from him. Fun story about Mickey Rourke, real quick. He was going to wrestle at uh, WrestleMania against Chris Jericho. Nice. Why? The, uh, <laughs> that movie had not come out yet, I think. And the uh, it was going to be released around like Oscar time. So the uh, I forget if it was Disney or if it was his manager or whoever it was, but they were like, you can't fucking like go wrestle this bullshit thing. Like, don't go do this fake thing mm -hmm. and ruin your chances at getting an Oscar. I think. Oh, yeah. The wrestler. No, you know what I think it was? I think he was just trying to get in the role. And um, he thought Whiplash was a good guy, and he knew that Tony was going to become an alcoholic. So he heard of Jericho-holics, <laughs> so he thought he had to fight Chris Jericho. 
<laughs> Obviously, point A to point B, there's no room for error there. Clear line. I mean, have you have Absolute you heard Mickey logic. Rourke in an interview? I could Mickey see Rourke him. is. Oh God. I could see him th- coming up with that logic. Oh, 100%. I've actually never seen a Mickey Rourke interview. I'm curious now. He's kind of messed up. Yeah, guys, go Google that if you want to see that. He's uh, he's not okay. So what other instances? Oh, he got we... some work done, didn't he? Maybe. So what other instances do we know of, of um, meddling that Disney has done? What are, what are we missing out on, the general public? See, it's hard to tell. It's not that they're not producing good content. It's just that they seem to be actively shying away from anything that might be considered a taboo or adult or anything that might make any of the hero characters look like less of a role model to children. Uh, Pretty significant events happen in the last two Avengers movies. I'm not going to (laughs) spoil it. Yeah, but that's bad guys versus good guys. And the good guys aren't really shown in a negative light for the most part. I can think of like one example. You mean to tell me that Thanos wasn't right? Well, no, he, oh no he, he totally wasn't. He had infinite power, and he's like, instead of doubling the resources, you have the population. What, what's the logic there? You, you need you need to sit down and consider the facts, Douglas. Reddit.com okay. slash Thanos was right. <laughs> I... I but I, I I have to I have to be in, in full honesty I have to agree, um, with Doug in terms of some of the stuff that we've missed out on, um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of Disney just kind of saying, "This is what we want." I mean, hell, do you uh, do you know why these characters have different like costumes for every different movie? Uh, toys. Yes. And that's also a Disney mandate. Disney's like, you need to wear a new costume so we can crank out new toys. Oh, like the comic books never did that? (laughs) You mean mean to tell me there was like some war fought in secret (laughs) about about creating more freaking uh, action figures? I love it. I love it. I think you're thinking of the war between Hasbro and Mattel. (laughs) What about Playmates? Yeah, They did uh, Ninja Turtles. I mean, listen, we, we all know the, 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 the storied history after we discussed it, I forget, in, um, in one of our Spider-Man episodes about toys and comic books and their correlations. We demand more toys. Exactly. Um, like I said, like, uh, from what I understand, like, even, even like, so for example, the man going back to Iron Man 3. So some of the rumors say that the Mandarin was supposed to have been the main villain. And then Disney was like, "Oh no, we don't, we don't want that Asian stereotype." I mean, that that's fair. That. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, and like I said, I don't, I don't blame Disney for that. I think that's great. Um, but what they actually did to the character, yeah. Personally, <laughs> I thought the twist was kind of cool. It, it was, uh, and it can still even be worked in the sense that you know they they could always say, "Oh, he wasn't actually the real one; he was just standing in." So they could always bring, you know. Oh wait, you forget that Ed hasn't seen it, so we have to. We actually have to explain it. Uh, no, 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 I actually, I actually know the twist. It's oh, fine. you do, you do know this part. Okay. Yeah, okay, the dude fine. from uh, from from Lost is an actor or something, and he's like, ah, I was in Lost, and then and then he dies, right? 
Ben Ben Kingsley's great. No, he still survives. I think to the end of the movie, he gets arrested, and then they actually oh, have right. I um, forgot he dies in prison. And no, the no, guy no, no. that kills him in prison is like the real Mandarin. Send no, he doesn't die in prison. They actually they they're gonna take him and show him who the real Mandarin is. Never anything never came out of that though. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about a um. I forget if it's on the DVD. There's there's a short somewhere. Yeah, the short. I, I'm talking about that too. They don't kill him. They don't. I could have sworn they killed him at the end of it. No, he survived. I don't yeah. remember anything from that movie, man. I think I saw it in theaters too. I listen. I've seen every single Marvel movie in theaters. I can every honestly last one. say every single one of them multiple did, times. Did you see Men in Black in theaters? I did not. Not the new one. I saw the first one in did theaters. Did you see? Uh, did you see Blade in theaters? I did see Blade in theaters. Did you see well. Blade two in theaters? Uh yes. I did, did you see Blade Trinity theaters. in theaters? I yes. I, I, I don't want to admit that, but I did. How much no, black no, no. were you wearing when you saw it? Were you wearing your eyeliner? Blade three was great, man. I thought Blade three was fantastic. Blade Trinity gets such a bad rap because people look at that and they're like, "The movie sucks. It's a bad Blade movie." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's a great Ryan Reynolds vehicle." Brian yeah, Reynolds makes that movie. Ryan and I'm Reynolds sorry, is driving that bus. Him and that scene with Triple H and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So so, so what other examples do we know of of Disney meddling with the Marvel movies? So I'd have to look up. Oh, the movies, or because I, I know that they mess with the comics quite a bit too. Okay, how have they messed with the comics so far? <sighs> I'd have to go double check uh, like actual quotes and things, but there there was like a uh, much like the Bat embargo from like the late 90s early early to mid 2000s with like the dc uh cartoons well what happened with that uh they had multiple different continuities of cartoons mm -hmm. uh so i think the batman was running alongside of like justice league unlimited all right uh they were told not in justice league unlimited to not use other batman villains or characters to to not confuse people that were watching the batman <sighs> that's a lot of villains yeah also, the Batman was terrible. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The Batman was not good. Do you remember that Joker? Ugh. There's a resurgence for that show, though, because people that, so for some people, that's their Batman. Wait, was that the Joker with the dreadlocks? Yes. Yeah. Man. Oh, that one was terrible. Yeah, the Super <laughs> the super Jack Joker with the... Oh, that was his voice actor. Was it, was it Keith David? It's the guy who does the voice yeah. of Principal Lewis on American Dad. That's all I know. <laughs> that's fair. They, they, they're forgiven in my eyes for giving us Batman Beyond, but yeah, that was not good. Those are the same people? No, I don't think it is. I was about to be like, what? That's impossible. Well, I mean, one of the other, I know for sure one of the other things that we we saw as a result of, of kind of Disney and Marvel shoehorning things because, you know, Disney didn't own it at the time and Marvel didn't own the rights either is what they did to the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. Oh, the comics? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually that's exactly where I was going. Oh, that's where you're going. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fine. You can Shazam all day. <laughs> <laughs> Say my name, Billy. Um, they they completely uh, shoehorn De the the derailed everything that was yeah. good about the X Men and everything that was good about the Fantastic Four. It's through right out the window. Long, long time. Yeah, yeah. They actually straight out canceled the Fantastic Four for years. Yeah, the the comic. It's actually been recent that like we're we're getting any of those characters back in continuity. Yeah, uh, they were even looking to kill off a lot of the mutants. Like they were looking to just kill off Again? mutants in general. And, and <laughs> no, 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 not not recently. I mean, back when like they were getting back when they were they were uh, pushing out this embargo. I guess mm -hmm. they were. You know, we didn't own the rights, so let's get. We don't want to give uh, Fox or Sony like a free commercial, right? So let's get rid of all of them and let's get rid of the mutants and replace them with the Inhumans. 
Is because this we have a movie coming out or after the Jonathan Hickman run for Fantastic Four. Yeah, I think that was after. before. After. Or I'm oh, sorry, yes. No, Hickman's run went all the way into Avengers and then into uh, Secret Wars. I'm just talking. About, I'm just talking about him or them getting rid of the uh, mutants. Well, the mutants that came earlier. That came before. Yeah. Um, because the mutants have been, let's be honest, they've in been in flux for the past like 15 years. In flux isn't even the right word. Like <laughs> Bendis, Bendis took him over, and he did a couple cool things. His run is not very memorable, aside from you know, Cyclops sucking butt. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving all them Remy's. Um, <laughs> I mean, and then I think Bendis wrote AVX, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I think so. It might have been written by more than one person, but I think he wrote it. If I recall correctly, yeah. Um, all I know is Jonathan Hickman is coming to X-Men. Going to attempt to save the, the X-Men universe? And and if he can do what he did to the Fantastic Four, I'm going to be really freaking excited about the X-Men. Oh, I hope same he here, do. man. Same here. hope he does. Like, I've I've been... Look, I know I rag on the X-Men a lot. I rag on Cyclops constantly. But, like, Magneto is one of my favorite villain slash anti-hero slash whatever he might be now. Slash old guy slash... Exa- slash man in a metal helmet. Um, <laughs> slash magnet man. Slash guy who was right the whole time. It, Dude, I love Magneto. I'm sorry. He's great, and I, I, I can't wait R- to do an episode on him. Slash R slash Magneto is all right. Exactly. But before we get like Hashtag before I go, I go too deep into that, like I really want the X Men to be better. Oh, same to here. To be like some of the other stuff that we've seen, like Jonathan Hickman's run, the Fantastic Four, was so just bringing them back to this this place where they are exciting again, where there's something to look forward to in the future of what they're gonna do. Um, Didn't Hickman also write Ultimate Fantastic Four? Am I, I going crazy? Say. Yes, but I don't know. And Ultimate Fantastic Four was a lot of fun. Ultimate Fantastic Four was the first time I actually gave a shit about the Fantastic Four. Well, Ultimate Fantastic Four also gave us Marvel Zombies. So let's not forget that. That is, uh, no, that is that true. Was, that was actually uh, Bendis who wrote them. Really? Yes. Yeah, uh, he didn't write the entire series, though. No, no. The, the run went up to... I'm trying to look it up right now. Exactly who wrote after him. Uh, Mark Millar, I believe. Millar? It was Bendis and Millar who did 1 through 6. Warren Ellis did 7 through 18. And then Millar came back again at 21. And then it's a couple of other... like No no one really big major after that. I'm looking through the writers. It doesn't doesn't mention Bendis at all. Written by Michael Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Millar. Bendis Bendis created the the Ultimate Universe. Oh wait, there we go. Yep. <laughs> not, not that I didn't. Not that I didn't believe you. For a just second, list, I thought list I, I, saw, I just the list I saw didn't have him there. Man. Stop trying to Mandela effect me. I just Mandela effect. The thing about Bendis is like I can't tell. Is it, that he looks like he so it looks looks like a human fuck melting candle. Oh no no no! I can tell that he looks because he like does. That. No no, I can I can totally tell that. <laughs> do you have eyes, no, Doug? I just can't tell because I do. And he looks like somebody. He looks like a human fuck the melting candle. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no. Have you have you Googled Brian Michael Bendis? Because do it. No, why? I don't care what you're doing. If you're listening to us in the car, <laughs> pull over. Hang on a second. I'm doing this right now. Give me some 
Give yourself a hot Google search. And a picture of the Matsi getting his face melted from Raiders of the Lost Ark showed up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just confused. Is that I I can't tell if Bendis just got worse over time or if he was never that good and he just like had the perfect titles for him at the beginning. Because like, uh, I'm making that. That guy wrote, he wrote a handful of really interesting things or like things that started fun. Yeah. And then fell off. Yeah. Like, like, like Ultimate Spider Man, I hear is really good. I've never actually read it. Mm. What? It's I really probably good. should. It's I really hear good. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. But like, should. he was saying that like when he went to write that comic, what he used as a reference point was Young Justice hmm. for mm. the comic. Like, so he was like, I was just writing Young Justice and using Spider Man characters. Now you he's know, writing I, Young Justice over at DC, and it's a ton of fun. You know, I think on that note, we should probably come back. When we come back, we'll talk about you know how this has affected some of the other companies like DC and what they've done after after kind of Marvel, you know, drank the Disney Kool Aid. Mmm, delicious mouse juice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. I'm, I'm more impressed when I, <laughs> I'm more impressed when I find out a movie is good after a trailer was bad. That's um Oh that, well, that's Titans the TV show. That is Titans yeah. the TV show actually. That trailer sucked. Yeah. To me it was, it was also that, Luke that, that trailer oh, fucked Milton Candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what other movie is it? I said Doug? Looper. The trailer for Looper was so stupid. I always get that movie confused with Jumper. With Hayden Christensen. Two very different movies. I know. I, I always confuse it with Primer, which is funny because actually Primer is another time travel movie, but it's just uh, I don't... Hayden Christensen was in Jumper. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit! But it's just like the trailer though for Looper was like in the future time travel exists, but only the mafia has access to it, <laughs> <laughs> and they use it to dispose of bodies. Hey, Tony. Go in the future over here, over there, over here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of town. <coughs> yeah, and so like I'm like, oh man, that looks awful. And time yeah, that's passes. A, uh, that's a really cute dog over there. <laughs> I'm just I'm just imagining the mob using time travel to fix the pony races. Like that would make more sense than body disposal. Like, like you see some fat Guido just like materialize the freehold raceway with a baseball bat and just cracks it across a horse right before the whistle goes off. Yeah. Be a uh, be kind of a shame if your uh, your cute little puppy over there got time this place now. Huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Maybe uh maybe, maybe you pay up and uh, maybe your dog stays in the same place. This fucking guy. Maybe you don't and uh, she ends up on the moon. Twenty years from now. Hey, uh, Gabagoo. Yeah. And uh, don't talk back because you might end up nowhere. Wait a second. Wait a is second. that why the Sopranos <laughs> cut the black? You might end up nowhere. No, is that why? No, seriously, is that why the Sopranos cut the black on the final episode? Because Tony Soprano shit. just figured out how time travel works. Holy shit! Again, I was gonna ask, how big is your tinfoil hat? <sighs> You're making some sense, my friend. It's. I mean, because think about it. What song was playing? 
journeys don't stop believing because Tony believed in time travel. <gasps> that's how you. That's, that's how you make time travel. You gotta believe. Holy shit! What if you believe in a thing called love? Ooh, just send it to the rhythm of my heart. Your mind works in wonderful ways, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance we can make it now, <sighs> and I'll keep it rocking till the sun goes down. Wow! Were we still going to bring Star Wars into this? This is really is starting to grow on me. That's the that's their other song. Yeah. Oh, but uh, about that question? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I planned on it. Okay, I, I, I didn't plan on it. Oh, okay, because I, I don't know shit about how they influenced uh, We could do Star it on Wars. a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> With oh, the hazel Matt, eyes. Matt knows. Matt knows. Trust me, Matt knows a lot. I'll fucking sing the entire Darkness discography, man. I got it all on vinyl. All right, and we're back. So we just got done talking about um, Iron Man 3 for quite a while and how Disney's kind of skirting around the alcoholism aspect, how Disney shot down the X-Men comics as well as the Fantastic Four. And because of the recent acquisitions, we're only now getting them back in comic book form. Um, so yeah, so from there, what other meddling do we know of? Where can we go from here? I know we were talking about Inhumans for a brief moment. Yeah, like oh, you were just saying. Uh, when they looked to, and by they, I mean Disney, when they looked to get rid of all of the mutants and all the X-Men characters from the comics, and they went to replace them with the Inhumans, mostly as a commercial for their upcoming TV show. The, yeah. Is that still on the air? No, no, it is not. That show came on for less than a cup of tea. Ooh, uh, uh, and, what kind of tea? Uh, I prefer fruity teas. I'm not a big fan of the the black or, or, or herbal. Have you, have you had like a white tea? I, I I'm generally a fan of like citrus teas. How about an Earl Grey hot? Thank I'm you. Bit, I'm not on Earl Grey hot, unfortunately. No? So no. How do, how do you feel about a nice honey green? Or like a, like an orange honey green. Uh, I feel about those about as much as I felt for the Inhuman TV show. Because <laughs> <laughs> that TV show was balls. I mean, I mean, it was inhuman to watch. It really was like it, it, under the Geneva Conventions. That is uh, a war crime, oh, technically, man. forcing somebody to watch that show because that show was atrocious, and it had like some big name people too. Like what's his name? The dude who played Ramsey Bolton in um, Oh yeah, that's huge. In um <laughs> in Game of Thrones. He was he's no, he's been in other things. Like he's been in a bunch of like other TV shows, like a lot of these uh the um, Ramsey as they're called the Wait, Ramsey Bolton, the singer, didn't he do a cover of When a Man Loves a Woman? <laughs> <laughs> the Ramsey Bolton? The Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> um, in either case, um that show was absolutely god awful. Terrible. Wasn't like like, like Jaleel White and Brian Cranston on, on that show? I don't even know what? at this point. Jaleel White was not on that show, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Brian Cranston would not have been. Now on you the got show. this image of Urkel trying to help uh, Walter White crook meth. All I know is is I that, that show that show was so bad. The trailer that, pulls it, up. Did I do that? That was my exact <laughs> thought. <laughs> One of the main characters in that show. Medusa, who is supposed to be this inhuman whose ability is to psychically control her hair, 
Um, I'm sorry, that's hilarious in itself. Apparently, the CGI on that hair was so bad and probably so, so expensive that, like, I think it by like the end of the second episode, they shaved her head. Nice. Wait, really? They yep. they shaved the no. head of the woman yep. whose only power is no. having hair. Well, no, no, no. Psychically controlling her. Wait, wait. Yeah, is it just the hair on her head? Technically, she is a psychic. Te- technically, she's a psychic. <laughs> Listen, I don't know the specifics of the Inhumans because the Inhumans are literally <laughs> X Men light. Okay, they're, they're Crystal, Diet Moon X Men. Diet Moon. X-Men, I thought that was exactly. X Force. No, X Force is actually good. Um, but the Inhumans, and I continue. This is just fucking. I fucking hate the Inhumans. Um, How can you hate Lockjaw? I, I love Lockjaw. Everyone yeah, loves Lockjaw. That's everyone Lockjaw, Lockjaw is a good pupper. Lockjaw, right? Lockjaw is a good pupper. He's a heckin' good pupper. Exactly. <laughs> like you can't hate that. Use dog. your memes, Paul. Everyone loves even, Dynamo. Even, okay, but okay. Just as an example of how bad that Inhuman show was, even the dog looked terrible. Oh no, oh, man! They couldn't have got an adorable dog. They like oh no they so that they ran out of they ran out of budget trying to animate Medusa's <laughs> hair, so Lockjaw looked terrible. Yeah. So then they decided to also kill the budget on Medusa's hair. Yeah, I th- I think Lockjaw was just a cow with a tuning fork on his head. No, <laughs> this is no, this no, is no, starting no, to sound was... as bad as the uh, mid two thousands uh, freaking um, ah the David Hasselhoff show. Prime? Oh oh the Punisher. The no, no, no. The uh, with the kit, the car. Night Rider. Rider? Yeah, the Night Rider remake. Oh, the, oh that was, was terrible too. Was a remake. Oh my god, that was atrocious too. I got excited. I let myself get excited. I let myself get excited about a lot of things. Edge, guys, I wasn't. Like, you're optimistic. <laughs> wasn't wasn't uh, Kit in the original one uh, voiced by Mr. Feeny? Yes, he was. Yes, Fuck he was. Yeah. That show. The first show was also. T- listen, okay. Rewatching those also shows. The shit. Rewatching. A lot of these old shows that as a kid, it was just like, yo, the show's the shit. No, those shows are absolutely god-awful terrible. No, and fuck you. Boy Meets World's still good. St- well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Boy Meets World. I'm talking about <laughs> Knight be. Rider. You should be. Because <laughs> Boy Meets World Boy Meets World is still fucking relevant. Yeah, because Girl, Girl Meets World is the shit. Yeah, yeah, Girl Meets World's not terrible either. Dude. It's not. Dude, that, that show gets, uh, again, Disney show. Uh, It gets rolling. Their kid, Augie, is the fucking best. <laughs> I wish I wish I can say the same for the say the same for that eighty show spinoff. Oh, that was so Ooh. bad. Oh god. Starring Glenn from uh, Always Sunny. I mean uh, uh, Dennis. Glenn Howard and is the actor. Dennis 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 got his spinoff. It's called AP Bio. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. In, in either case, so Inhumans, like I said, yeah, Inhumans, in, in, garbage. Inhumans, you're you're telling me that they they shaved the head of the a character whose only power is to control her hair. That's yes. like that's like stealing the Punisher's guns and his driver's license. Yeah, but Edward, <laughs> your head is not the only place her hair can grow. Oh. <laughs> in in maybe may, maybe she's got like you know. 60s hippie legs. That, 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 we're, we're done. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you've seen you've scarred us, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> I scarred you worse than the show ever could. <laughs> In either case, that was an example of like they were trying to capitalize on this. Let's fucking get rid of the X Men and make the Inhumans big. Make the Inhumans, you know, something. I at one point there were rumors that Vin Diesel was supposed to play Black Bolt. 
which honestly would have been a better casting choice than the guy that yeah. they got because then you could actually put a mask on Vin Diesel and you wouldn't have, have him not say anything. Yeah. He wouldn't have to talk and he would be perfect for the role because and when he, he's the size of Black Bolt. Yeah, and when he does talk, it fucking matters. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but Black Bolt, if you don't know, his entire gimmick is that uh, he can... He's got, what, destructive speech or something? Yeah. What, you mean Blackagar Boltingen? No, Bol yeah. Boltagon. Blackagar Boltagon. God bless you. <laughs> that is that is the that is the actual name of That's my the favorite Pokemon. Inhuman, <laughs> of the Inhuman King, Black Bolt, leader of the Inhumans. Gotta catch him all. Yeah. Blackagar. <laughs> Boltagon, I choose you. They both like, sound like Pokemon. Uh, all right, Boltagon. There's... That was the name of the singer I was thinking of before. Boltagon. <laughs> Michael Boltagon. <laughs> Why doesn't he change his name? He's the one who sucks. Oh, uh, but to finish up, uh, Ed's point is his voice is so powerful that if he even whispers, it can shatter mountains, destroy city blocks. Um, like if he were to scream, he'd probably blow up the planet. Well, they've also used that as a uh, kind of a plot device. Oh, yeah. To, to put characters over. Oh, hugely so. Oh, the World Breaker Hulk and, and, and Sentry just they, they've taken his yells at blank wherever and yeah yeah that's that's he's, his voice is as strong as it needs to be for the story it, it, yeah. it's a superman it's a superman kind of situation it's a gatekeeper voice <laughs> yeah a, yeah. Oh. yeah so like, they they definitely tone it down on the show a little bit but it's still just so bad they tone everything down on that show oh they no, shave most, his head. oh no, no 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 one of the most amazing scenes in that show and i just have to talk about this because it it had me laughing so is it actually it, amazing or yep um, <laughs> okay, if you consider watching someone get vaporized, <laughs> amazing, then uh, yes. Maybe. All right, so spoiler alert, on the TV show, <laughs> Does the show they get decide vaporized? that the first time that Black Bolt realizes that he has this power or accidentally uses this, his power, he disintegrates his mother. <laughs> happy, happy Mother's Day, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> exactly surprise and, i love you dad they, i think that's what they spent the cgi budget on because uh, what mother's day <laughs> <coughs> shut up oh man i need to find black a guard get something nice for your mother oh, oh i'm sorry it's not even he kills his mother he kills his parents i love him exactly oh it's a twofer it's oh a twofer. he's batman he's 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 diet mutant moon batman Yes, clearly. If Joe Chill became Batman, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and if Joe Chill's gun was his voice. Oh, man. All right. So, so in uh, either case, that's that's where we come from with that. Inhumans was a terrible fucking yeah. flop. It and was a failure. Why do you need and, mutants when you got moon mutants? And in the comics, though, uh, to tie back to that, is that uh, they were trying to, while downplaying the mutants, like Ed was saying, because uh, this is after M-Day, which is when the mutant population reduced to just a few hundred from, like, two million. Right. Um, they then started hyping up the Inhumans, and then a few years down the road, they had the Inhumans uh, cr uh, release a Terrigen Mist into the environment of Earth, and the Terrigen Mist is what gives Inhumans their powers. So that they could create thousands and thousands and thousands of new Inhumans. So basically, they literally were like, hey, we need new mutants, but they can't be called mutants. And they're like, we got Inhumans. Yeah, they'll do. Oh, they boy. Well, yeah, why, why, why do you need mutants when we have moon mutants? Okay, yeah. so, so far, Disney has cured Tony Stark of his alcoholism. <laughs> 
they're shoving the inhumans down our throats. Well, they stopped doing that now because they suck. Yeah. <laughs> and we missed out on X-Men and Fantastic Force for a good time. What other topics yeah, do we want to cover? Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, I, I know what other topic we want to cover and what Disney's oh, done. Oh, do you? This is this one's one of your favorites, Matt. Oh no. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about Star Wars, Matt? This is gonna be terrible. Now that's podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I call podcasting, volume fifty-three. Oh, I love democracy. Anyway. No, you know, it's funny because um from what we know about it, George Lucas apparently sold off Star Wars to Disney. A, a big motivator was he didn't want his kids to fight over, you know, who's going to get the royalties and all that stuff. Um, I think he sold it off in 2012. That sound Couldn't right? have he just split the royalties down the middle? Uh, I don't know. Look, that sounds that sounds a lot like Thanos killing half of. All you know, that's, instead that's, of just making more resources, sounds... King Solomon splitting a baby in half. <laughs> <laughs> you both get yeah, the baby. Dude, that's too absolute. Only cis works that way. Um, Holy shit! Wow, yeah, that's a Star Wars nerd. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a. I'm now a... that's podcast. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Star Wars, so I look forward to actually hearing about this because I'm the noob on this. Well, but I will say, even if Disney's not the best company to own it, aren't we kind of glad it's out of Lucas's hands? Uh, mm. Okay, here's here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma, and this is coming from somebody that grew up a Star Wars fan in the '90s. I don't think Lucas. It wasn't until I think the success of the remastered originals did he ever want to go back and make more movies um so for everybody else out there you had the expanded universe if you wanted anything new with star wars um so hundreds and hundreds of years have been fleshed out in star wars continuity um so all sorts of crazy shit we we know how luke dies we know how chewie dies we know how pretty much everybody dies um you know and they've been writing these stories for years because uh, the assumption was they're never going to make sequels to uh return of the jedi uh so lucas sells the rights to star wars and immediately disney's like we're going to make these movies so <laughs> we're in there boys yeah but here's the problem though so now we have all this continuity that they got to deal with so disney arguably did the only smart thing they could and threw it all out the window um so now when you talk to a bunch of star wars fans you have the what's considered legends canon which is pretty much everything that was not in the movies um that happened pre that got released before 2012 all of the extended universe you know and love yeah pretty much isn't canon anymore. yeah you know the good part of star wars that's well no <laughs> no there's for for every good thing in the expanded universe there's probably five things that were like what um there's some weird stuff that goes yeah. on in the in the like in the extended universe yeah but like that's the reason why i was never a big fan of the movie rogue one uh for example because they say okay no um 
this was done by these kind of rebels and they did this thing and it's like no 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 we got the death star plans because of kyle katarn that was the first level of uh dark forces oh i was just about to say that was that dude from the from the um the first person shooter exactly and then they actually those wrote those games for the, the stories shit. too like they wrote them into the novels that came out if i remember correctly those games were fucking cool man yeah and those were. novels were really freaking good too some like of them the novels really like if anybody's <laughs> interested go out and read the thrawn trilogy oh the thrawn trilogy is so good, it's so good. <laughs> but um but the point i'm trying to get at here is that there's a lot of stuff fleshed out there's a lot of ideas out there and when lucas sold the rights to star wars when he said we're going to make a move a new movie he kind of said at some point hey i got some ideas uh what we can do disney said nah bro we're good <laughs> 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 he's like but but i got this idea and they're like nah peter pat let's get out yeah it was it's kind of the opposite dilemma you know he he didn't really have any solid ideas it was no longer his but he kind of said hey disney if you want me to you know i'll, I'll kind of give you my notes what i have like a way and i you know i can collaborate a little bit i'm not going to make the movie but you know it, you know this is kind I'm of my here thing if you need yeah and Disney said no. Well, Disney was, weren't they also getting a bunch of, I guess they were kind of riding that, not riding the backlash wave, but they already saw what like a George Lucas on handcuffed was capable of and what the, I guess, backlash of the prequel trilogy was. That's kind of the funny part though. He directed those movies because he couldn't find anybody else that was willing to do it. I think the first two he did. I the, about that's, and that's what I was going to say from what I, my understanding was the, the problem with George Lucas was if you don't, he's a great idea, man. He just needs it, a filter. Exactly. Yeah. He needs somebody to filter the good ideas. There's a lot ideas. of good uh, evidence that the first Star Wars was saved in edit. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but either way though, so we, we have these new movies there's been a lot of fan black backlash as of late and now they're bringing him in for, uh, for really the yeah he's going to uh contribute i don't know to oh, what I capacity didn't that. that's interesting but wait did he are they really going to give him contribute this summer that's what i've read i don't know the finer details of it oh it's a smart business move just by saying it well yeah, yeah that's the thing well that and there's been so much backlash after the last Jedi, I mean, Mark Hamill has been running around like a lunatic, pissing and moaning about how much he hated what they did to the character of Luke Skywalker. He has. He's actually been. I wouldn't say vocal. He's, he's no. He's very, been very vocal. He's kind of tried to downplay it as okay. It's great the decision that the the screenwriters made. This and the other thing. But then he's also like, but I wish they would have done this instead. Yeah, you see, I think... Oh, I really wish we could have seen uh, Luke, Leia, and Han together one more time. See, I In think, bed. You know, <laughs> no, 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 I, th I think what what's happening now is that we're in this kind of weird spiral where in the past it was George Lucas. He was kind of the filter for ideas. It was his vision. And, you know, it would go through people. And at the end of the day, we would get pretty good stuff um i still think attack of the clones is the worst of all the movies um but at the end of the day the ideas are coming from a central point now i don't know where the hell it's coming from you know it, it seems like it's all coming from a boardroom 
in a way. It's coming from fan fiction. No, it's it's <laughs> dude, fan fiction. The thing, the one of the funny parts was the fan fiction community for Star Wars, um, was super tight on making sure that they followed canon as best as they could when That's they good. wrote something. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's actually all things considered, for how big it is, it's actually one of the bigger, better communities for that in a sense. I mean, if you ever gone to, if you ever go onto Wikipedia, Wikipedia has so much information on the most random little things in the star wars the it, it oh, rivals, yeah it rivals a lot of no, like do, the do, marvel and dc uh oh do you, no no stuff. definitely do you, do you um, know what the corellian blood stripe is no i don't know what a corellian blood stripe <laughs> that's is. the line on han solo's pants on the outer seam the yellow one yeah they have a full article on it Okay, because I was just gonna say, like, I'm I'm a big fan of the movie trivia showdown. Uh, it's 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 a movie trivia show on YouTube, which if if you know what I'm talking about, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, YouTube is uh, something you should know about. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, uh, Google's gonna assume we bought by Disney. It's all right. Um, no, my, my point being is uh, they have an entire like section of their show for just like nerd shit movies. That's so awesome. Like, so, like uh, uh, Harry Potter, all the comic book movies, um, where they, they they'll split like the MCU and Marvel movies, and like the DCEU and DC movies. Um, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars is a category, but Star Wars is also so robust that they have their own Star Wars like league. It's gotten to the point where these these questions are so like deep cut. That it's like the shit Matt was just talking about. <laughs> yeah, no. That it's like, what? What's the stripe on on Han Solo's outer pants belt? Dot com slash donate. It gets full blown. It 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 goes over the top. There's so much craziness to to cover. I mean, like, I think I know a lot, but I know enough to know that I'm barely scratching the surface. Oh, like, oh, same here. What kind of alien worm did the silk that made Le- Leia's gown come from? <laughs> and people know. I'm pretty sure people know. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody out there knows that. Somebody no, like, like that, that, that Star Wars League is fucking ridiculous because those questions are so deep cut at that point. That, like, like the thing you just said is a joke, Doug. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Their round two is either you answer the question and you get two points or you, ask, you can you ask for a multiple choice and you'll get one. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have answered it just like this thing without him finishing the question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, that's pretty it's amazing, like, though. Like um, a good example of how crazy things get is Jabba's palace in um, Return of the Jedi. Jabba's palace is pretty wild, though, because each and every one of those characters you can find detailed information about, and they all have names oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Like the uh, like that blue elephant thing playing that piano. I can't remember the character's name right now. But like, there's been shit written about him. Porkins. Oh, 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 no. Porkins is the no, X-wing. no, no. X-wing. I was, I was segueing. So like that. Porkins. He has. I think he has a book actually. Porkins was a recent answer. In the Schmodown, by the way. Nice. Porkins is from Porkins is he, from yeah the the first Star Wars. Yeah, movie. he was uh one, he was the fat guy that gets killed. Yes. And if you call yes, him fat was. to his face, he'll kick your ass. But yeah, that we lost all of that when Disney took over. Not exactly. They're kind of rehashing it. Like um, in Star Wars Aftermath, they've already made allusions to um, uh, Boba Fett coming back. 
he came back in the expanded universe. Now they're going to make him come back, and now they're going to make a Boba Fett TV series. I think. No, no, it's oh. the Mandalorian. It's he's not supposed to be Boba Fett. Bib Fortuna, by the way, is the name of the blue tentacle dude. Thank you. You're welcome. Really, I thought the Mandalorian was supposed to be about Boba Fett. No, Mandalorian is not about Boba is it Fett. Just, especially where because... is where is uh, Salacious Crumb from? Why do I know that? That is the uh, actually the little uh, <laughs> yes, exactly the little guy that sits on top of Java. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, that's Salacious Crumb. That sounds like yeah. a name from Lemony Snicket. <laughs> <laughs> salacious crumb and a series of pretty all right events <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty all right errands so uh, here so here's my question though matt what do you think has been like the aftermath of, of the do you are you for or against what they've done to one of your favorite things this is where it gets weird um i'm really liking all of the marvel star wars comics i've read so far um so that's been really good um the movies some of them have been all right for the most part i'm not digging them as much as i as i would like i'm not going to get all antsy about it um the biggest crime though is the video games because growing up that was always the best part about star wars they have so many good games now now ea pretty much has exclusive rights to it and you know the death of lucas uh lucas arts lucas arts yeah that that's that's what i'm missing but that's that's the funniest thing though about star wars though because there's always so much going on inside of it that you know even if you didn't like the movie there is something else you can something else yeah that was really good wait so you don't like loot boxes no i don't like loot boxes (laughs) (laughs) and uh, what's the consensus on on our end guys in terms of what disney's done to marvel I mean, Matt just said something interesting when he said the the Marvel like or he said the Marvel Star Wars comics. I'm going to cut the last word off of that and just say Marvel Star Wars. Could you argue that Disney has made Star Wars more like Marvel movies? They've just kind of taken that formula and they're like, this is what we're doing now. From what I read of it so far. No, I don't even mean the comics. I don't even mean the comics. I mean, the movies. Oh, the movies. Yeah, they feel like you're watching an Avengers movie now. <laughs> And that's what they're trying to go for. That, that actually makes me want to watch it more. Because the humor in like the, the Star Wars movies was always kind of dry and more, I hate to say the word, but like witty in a sense, where like people would say lines like they didn't intend for them to be funny. Right. They just said them because that's what their character was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the Disney Star Wars movies, you know, it feels... Everybody's quipping. Yeah. Like... Oh god, that scene where Poe is calling up that uh, the uh, when he's calling up the uh, the ginger guy, and he's making your mama jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of took me out of it. That kind that feels like it's right out of a Marvel movie. Yeah, and you say it like that, I I I have to agree. See, and then now you say that, and I'm just thinking of Dave Batista being like super literal, like your mother is so heavy. She has trouble walking. (laughs) (laughs) I can make the biggest turds. (laughs) He's just yelling, give me what I want. (laughs) Give me what I want. I'll tell you what, though. This is how we're getting our our stuff now. Yeah, I mean, to answer your question, how do I or what do I feel about Disney kind of steering the Marvel ship? I, I think you should give these creators all of the money. Give them an unlimited budget. And let the creators create. Take your fucking hands off of it. I mean, in, in, in an extent, like to an extent, 
Because somebody like George Lucas has a lot of ideas, but needs a filter. But I feel like in general, like nine times out of ten, let creators create. Agreed 100%. And my biggest fear is that they are going to try and leash in Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah, just kind of make it like this homogenized, squeaky clean thing, which it already it already kind of is. Yeah, I don't want them to stifle the because eventually like this whole MCU thing it like it's going to start to die down a bit. It's and, a it's a bubble that's going to burst. I feel like it's already on its way to do that. Right. And that doesn't mean they're not going to make Marvel movies at that point. They're just going to have to and take it doesn't a, mean they're going to be bad. Yeah, they're going to have to take a different direction. And when they need to take a different direction, I'm hoping that they're not, you know, bound by Disney and kept to fit in that mold that they had already carved I out for them. That's going to be the problem. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I've probably. never I have never seen Disney take a hard left or a hard right somewhere. Yeah. It's, All right. It's monolithic and slow. And so they haven't really affected the comics too much yet or the Marvel Universe as a whole. But I fear for the future, but I'm cautiously optimistic. All right. Disney is Disney is Disney is Disney. Let me step in. Let me play devil's advocate for a minute here, though. Ooh. All right. Al Pacino. I was hoping I'd be Keanu Reeves. Ooh. Hoorah! No. <laughs> Where was Marvel in about 1998, 1999? Um, in a bankruptcy? Yeah. What saved Marvel Comics? Marvel selling movies. All of their, yeah, selling all the rights to their movies. Right, right, right. Blade. Wesley Snipes saved the Marvel Universe. <laughs> I mean, no, that kept it afloat. What saved Marvel was when they made their own movies. Right. Iron Man saved Marvel. Exactly. Yeah, that's I, I agree with that. And as soon as they made Iron Man. Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, they did. But like, do you think they could have kept that momentum going without Disney's money? I think they could have just because the movies were making so much money already. Yeah. I, um, that's a what if. That's a, it is. It is. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Between 2008 and 2009, and let's say the end of 2009, because I don't have an exact date of when Disney purchased Marvel. How many movies are out? Between 2008 and 2009. Uh, I think it was just Iron Man. The Hulk definitely came out. I, I know it was at least I know it was at least Iron Man and I, the Hulk. I thought they'd already made five or six before Disney got them. Well, I'm I feel like that's right, right now. Well, you got to remember, got... Spider Man was Sony. Um, Iron Man came out in 2008. Then Iron Man uh-huh. two in 2010. <laughs> Hulk came out in 2008 as well. Because I remember they came out a couple months like apart. And I remember thinking uh, The Incredible Hulk like was surprisingly good. Like it wasn't on Iron Man's level, but I remember walking out of the theater going, "If Iron Man is like the new standard for comic book movies, mm-hmm. Hulk's right. Like not Hulk. Hulk's right underneath it. Uh, yeah, solid. Yeah, for, especially for when it came out. But like Iron Man just set that new bar when it did come out. Oh yeah. I mean, I would still argue that like a Batman Begins or Dark Knight are better movies. So Disney bought Marvel in 2009. Uh-huh. So everything after The Incredible Hulk is Disney. Let's say 
because let's say all of their, I don't want to say meddling, but let's say all of their, their corporate hands didn't get on anything until, I don't know, 2011. Because let, let's say there's at least a couple of movies in production already yeah. by 2009. That sounds mm -hmm. about right. So let's say everything after 2011. So that's up until 2011. That's Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain, and Captain America. So let's say, yeah, let's say those handful of movies weren't, were done without Disney's influence. And then the do Avengers. We, do we think that like that could have been, do we think then that those movies could have been enough to keep the shit afloat? Cause here's uh, the thing. If they could have made, if they could have made the first Avengers the same way and the same quality, he, because the Avengers brought it all together. The Avengers brought it all together, but you got to remember though, too. Marvel would have been a very small studio. It only takes one or two really bad movies to sink a studio. That is oh, yeah. true. You know, at least at least as long as they're under Disney's wing, you know, they have a little bit of leeway, you know, and they get to survive, basically. <laughs> I mean, they did file for bankruptcy. Yeah. We did almost lose Marvel. We came very damn close to losing Marvel. I think at some point, um, some investment bank actually owned the rights to uh, Thor and I think maybe Captain America at some point. Holy shit. Because <laughs> they needed the money. Well, we could thank Big Willie Styles for it not tanking, right? No. I mean, because no kidding. Because here's, here's the reality <laughs> I think we're living in right now. I think we're living in a reality where it's either you have a Disney that owns Marvel and we have these, you know, altered, if you will, versions of these characters, or we don't have them at all. That's terrifying. It is. And it's a question that's hard to answer. Yeah. So, I mean, what I'm trying to get at is I don't think it's purely 100% a bad thing that a mega corporation like Disney owns Marvel. I just have an image now of Mickey Mouse with an Iron Man helmet on, holding Captain America's shield, Thor's hammer in the other hand, and he's wearing green pants, purple pants. <laughs> and that makes me fucking sick. <laughs> I think on that note, we should call it a night. Good night, everybody. If you have questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at layman's guide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at layman's guide to the multiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane and is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off http colons forward slash forward slash freemusicarchive.org Our intermission music is Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod off incomptech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license http colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash 
And our outro music is Miami Nights Extended Theme, also by Kevin McLeod, off IncomeTech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash.